Welcome to Practically Christian Podcast, a ministry of Sin Church. This is a podcast dedicated to taking all that information you got all up in your brain and giving you real practical application. Hello, thank you for listening, streaming, downloading another episode of Practically Christian Podcast. And we have some like, we have two really, really big, exciting things before I even get started on today's podcast. Number one, my guest today, back by popular demand and in studio, Debbie is finally back. Hi, guys. So no more little kids for this week. Um, They did an excellent job filling in, and I loved doing the podcast with them, but I am so glad that Debbie is back in studio. Aw, thank you. And the second thing is... We have, and, and I'm really, really, like, I'm excited you're back in with me, babe. Thank you, honey. Um, but, but, like, this one I am much more go. excited about. Whoa! Um, we have hit a milestone and now have over 500 plays. Thank you. Uh, thank so you, guys. That's awesome. That It is. Like, that is amazing. And that is, like, a direct reaction to your guys' love and support. So I thank you. Keep sharing. Keep playing. Downloading, um, streaming. Yeah, because I mean, sharing. Like for us, that's a huge. It's a big oh, deal. Okay, this is like someone is listening. It's not just my mom. Who, Thanks, mom. Who I am thankful she listens, but she's you not know, playing it five hundred times over. Is she, she might be. Okay, whatever. Stats, I don't even want to know. Thank you. Stats don't tell me what's going on, nope. but like that that gives us like a huge encouragement that hey, there this is working. This is going good. Um, so thank you, and, and and keep, please, just keep please sharing and commenting and liking and listening. And as always, if there's a topic you want to, you know, to be discussed, if there's something you wanted to hear about, um, you know, hit us up on Facebook at Scent Church or Scent Church Volusia. And um, for more information about Scent Church, head over to ScentChurch.tv or Scent Church, or Scent.Church, I meant. Either way, just look up Scent Church Sanford, I'm pretty sure you'll the find way it. it's all set up, everything goes back to the same right. website anyway. Google does um, wonders. But yeah, so, so I mean, we love hearing from you guys. In fact, today's podcast is another listener-requested podcast. It was, you know, and I, and I don't know if people want me to give out their names or not. Don't so give I'm out their names, no. If you want your name given out because you want to hear your name on a podcast. We'll say it. Just let me know. But we won't say it without your okay. And, you know, and the lawyers have all told us about, like... Yes, all our, all of our attorneys, right. Um, We're teachers. We don't have money for that. And it is a good thing that we are teachers because we are now out for the summer. Yes. Which is awesome. So exciting. However, today's podcast topic um, is blended families. Mm, it's a hot and, topic. And it, it is. And for those of you that, that know my background, you know that I come from a blended family. Very blended. Um, yes, and, and we can get into some very confusing story arcs on who has lived in our house from time to time. But the the big story arc there is my dad died, my, my birth father died when I was three. Um, my mom remarried my dad, who, those raised of you who you. know me, when I say dad, like, that's who I'm talking about. That's my dad. Right. Um, who raised me my entire life. He's my dad. Um but he also had two other sons, um, and then was, I have three other sisters. Right, there was four of you guys. So, like, it's the modern-day Brady Bunch. Mm-hmm. 
And um, and so like, I get it. There, there's a lot of different things that come with being part of a blended family. Right. And it's not an easy thing. And and especially like when you start going through stats, I mean, 50% of all marriages end in divorce. Including marriages in the church. I know people don't want to hear that. It's actually higher percentages in the church. It actually goes up to like 53%. Ouch. Um, yeah. And, and like you just said, no, no one wants to hear that. We want no. to hear that the church is like, oh, down to like 3%, but right. that's not really the case. Um, but so I get asked a lot about, well, what does the Bible have to say about blended families? Right. And I would love to be able to point people to like specific verses. Unfortunately, you're not going to see the term blended family in in the Bible. Right. Or step parent or step brother or. No. And, and there's reasons for that though. Mm -hmm. Like. If you go all the way back to how God designed family. So we go into Genesis and you see that, you know, God designs the family. So for those of you that wonder how family came to be, it was God's design. From the beginning. You know, he puts right. Adam in the garden. He sees that it's not good for Adam to be alone. He creates we- uh, weave. <laughs> well. Maybe he created maybe, weave. But maybe. he creates Eve out of Adam's rib and we have our first marriage, you know, God brings them together. It is our first marriage and then they have kids and, you know, it goes on from there. So God ultimately designs family and he even puts in there a stipulation that if a wife's husband dies, Mm -hmm. it is his brother's responsibility Mm. to take his wife and his nieces or nephews and if he doesn't have any nieces or nephews right that um that um he should give nieces and nephews but they would actually keep the brother's name in fact there are cultures that still do that are there yes i just read a whole article about it the other day a woman married a man um i believe she was in iran and he was a police officer and he died so then his brother married her and they had a child together. He got killed. So now she is married to the third brother who is devastated that his brothers are dead. And he talked about how awful he feels for her and the child. And they have no intention on having kids together, but he is caring for her and that child. You know, and, it, and it's like that. That's exactly where I was going. Like there's a story in Genesis 38 about a guy named Onan mm. who... Like, he knew this very clearly. This is God's desire. Like, you know, my brother died. I need to take his wife. They didn't have any kids. I need to give her kids for my brother's name to keep going. And he decided, no, I'm not going to give her kids. And I'm not going to get too graphic into all of it. Do you read it yourself? But, um, so God struck him dead because he's disobeying God. Now, that brings up other questions. And I would love to get involved in that. But that's not really what that whole point was. It was... You disobeying God, and so God strikes you dead because... You're not honoring what he's commanded you right. to do. So um, so as far as blended families go, I mean, we see that in Scripture. It just doesn't have the terminology that we use for it because to them, family was family. Right. You know, it wasn't... I mean, look at the story of Ruth and Boaz. Right. I mean, and, and if you don't have Ruth and Boaz meeting, then you don't have... Jesus, right, 
You know, so this was part of God's plan to begin with from, from the, the foundation of the world. Right. You know, and that's because Ruth remained faithful to Naomi and... To the family. Right. Because that was it. It was family. It wasn't just... Oh, I don't want to be around you anymore, so we're one and done. It wasn't... Well, yeah, but not even that. It was more like, this is family. But, but I think the word family has fallen by the wayside, and people don't really respect what that means because everybody um we live in a self i think we live in a selfish society and if it doesn't please somebody they're just not going to do it and if it's too hard or, or it takes too much responsibility yeah right so when i think of blended families the first question that people want to know is you know what bible verses do do does you know are there involving blended families oh. and although there aren't the specific ones like we just discussed um Really, isn't the whole Bible that? I mean, it's about look at salvation. Other, right? Salvation is adoption into God's family, right? And once you are adopted, you are now, you know, as as First John's going to say, children of God. And you know what? You you say that, and then I think about when people, and whatever. I'm not passing judgment. I just I don't understand when people say they would never adopt or be able to love another child that wasn't theirs. Because they just don't understand adoption. And I, I struggle with that because I did not come from a blended family. But I do understand adoption. How could you not love somebody made in the image of God? See, and that's actually where I was going. And, oh, and that's a discussion, that. <laughs> obviously, I mean, and, and we're, we're really transparent people. Right. You know, that's a discussion me and you have had. Right. And I have found myself on Struggling the wrong with end that. of that. Right. You know, um... And I didn't mean any disrespect by it. It just, like, that's where I was with that. Right. Um, and that's where, like, I, the whole conversation usually tends to go, well, then how do I deal with my ex-wife? Or how do I deal with stepchildren? Huh. Or how do I deal with being the other parent, the step-parent? Right. And, and I think you, you can wrap all that, even the adoption point that you brought up, I think you can wrap that all together because the Bible does talk a lot about that. Mm-hmm. So, divorce is its own podcast. And it happens. And if I get enough people going, hey, I want to do a podcast on, I want to hear a podcast on divorce, we'll do that. Um, but that's its own podcast, and that's not what I'm focusing on right now. Right. But how are you supposed to treat your ex? Well, I think the Bible's really clear <laughs> with that. You love them. Right. I mean. Ooh, I know that hurts some people. And and I get it. Like, well, I don't get it because obviously I don't have an ex-wife. So, you Do know. You? No, I don't. <laughs> um, but hold on. I want to reverse back for a second talking about um, love and, and the whole idea of step-parent stuff. I have to say that um, there are times Josh's dad has displayed that in ways that I think biological parents struggle in. There are times that I have forgotten that he was not Josh's biological dad. And ooh, I don't <laughs> I even, remember hold one on, time, hold on. It's going to make me cry. And I don't want to interrupt you, but I do you, remember one time. But you are time interrupting me. <laughs> when you were like. Talking about Gabby's curly hair. Yeah, and you were like, oh, she gets that from Papa. And I was like, well. Well, I said she said she uh, she gets it from both grand grandparents. And you said, ooh. And I said, well, your dad and my dad. And you said, well, yes, but she's not biologically related to him. <laughs> but that's how much. He has displayed 
the love of Jesus through loving the children that God placed and allowed to be in his life. I mean, I, I, I never, ever heard the word step coming from anybody in your household, ever. Right. And nor will you, because, I mean, that wasn't a word that we were, like... That should be a I, bad I word. I don't remember my parents sitting down and going, hey, you're not allowed to use this word. But, like, we were never treated differently. Right. That, no, that is weren't. my dad. And, you know, that, you know, my mom was their mom. And, like, there you was You never no... doubted he loved you or cared for you or, right. and or wanted brother, you. And, and, I mean, how many times? Like, you know, my brother calls, hey, this broke or that broke. Hey, can you come help me with this? Can you come? Like, right. it's not a, well, that's my stepbrother. Like, it's I a. I hate that term. You know, it's it. a. That's my brother and he needs me. And that goes even deeper. I was going to say. When we look at the family of Christ and, and we look at being adopted mm, into that family. And not to interrupt you, but. <laughs> but I am. <laughs> but I am. But that goes back to anybody that is your, if you can look at a friend or a church member and say, that's my brother in Christ. How could you not look at someone that God brought in your life through a blended family as a brother? I mean, there are people in church that I know we look at and, and we go, that's my brother. I mean, I hurt for people. You hurt for people simply because they're made in the image of God. And that's, that's my brother and my sister. And how could you not love the person in your blended family? Oh, that, absolutely. That's a heart issue. That's not a love or Jesus issue. And see, and it does like, like I said, it drills down to your foundation, to your heart, to your how understanding you yeah. of the gospel. Yeah. I mean, we are the ones that put labels on relationship and right. we are the ones that that put up barriers to relationships and and like i said i don't have an ex-wife that i deal with week to week right you know day to day however that has to work um but let's not forget that i was a cop and right. a counselor so i've done marriage counseling and i've heard you know what Horror goes on, yeah what goes on in that and um the maliciousness that can come from a blended family, and not even from kids, but from grown adults, is absolutely disgusting. And it, I, I can't even, I can't even get into that right and now. And I have been on a Whew. lot of calls that have dealt with blended families, and 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 yeah, there's a right way to communicate with people, and yep. there's a wrong way. And if like, you have nothing nice to say, then you don't say anything. Well, at all. and I get it, like. You know, sometimes it doesn't depend on you, but like Romans 12 very clearly lays out the markings of a true Christian. And, you know, if your enemy is thirsty, give them something to drink. Mm -hmm. And if you're, you know, bless those who persecute you. Mm -hmm. And, and I sit here and go like, guys, that's, that's not just talking about, you know, people who are against Christianity. And, and let's, let's make it clear. We're not talking about abusive parents. We're not talking about. Um, criminal activity being involved. Don't get this confused with you just need to let whoever in your child's life to use and abuse them. That's not what we're saying. We're talking about people who have their wits about them, who are functioning members of society, who just don't know when to shut up. That's really what I think we're talking about. Well, yeah, and 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 I get it. Like There are a lot of people that are really good at, quote-unquote, working the system and oh. finding those loopholes uh. And, like, doing everything they can to aggravate you, and and it hurts. And, unfortunately, sometimes that's a consequence that goes with our actions. Right. Like, again, Or we're paying for somebody else's actions. It just is. Right. You know, and, and again, and I'm not, uh, again, I'm not in everybody's situation, and I don't look at, like, divorce, again, is its own 
podcast. It's a beast by itself. But the Bible, that, that was never God's intention. In fact, you know, one of the times the Pharisees are trying to trick Jesus, they go, hey, you know, Moses let us divorce. Um, what do you have to say about that? And Jesus goes, you know, I, Moses let you divorce because the hardness of your heart. I say what God has joined together, let no man separate. Right. So, I mean, we have to understand that that was never God's design to begin with. Divorce wasn't God's design. And we get married for wrong reasons and we divorce for wrong reasons. And sometimes we divorce too prematurely and, and sometimes we get married too prematurely. And those things happen. But just like any other consequence or any other action we commit, they, there may be real consequences that go with that. Right. And, and so when we look at blended families, your job, if you are part of a blended family, if you are a mother or a father um, who has you know, shared custody or split custody or children however, from that other, right. right, however it works out, stepchildren, whatever it works out is, is God has still placed you in a role in that child's life to lead them, to guide them, to grow them, to love them. Right. Yep. So, I mean, yeah, we need to work together and, and sometimes, you know, that, that does have creative ways of dealing with it. Text like, messaging, email. Right. And smoke signals. But the Whatever. Bible really doesn't explain, like, this is exactly how it has to function outside of, regardless of who we're dealing with, the Bible does tell us to love. Right. D does that make sense? It does. So, until next week, um, I challenge you, if, if you find yourself in that situation, try loving. Try try going, hey, look, yeah, there were some bad things, there's some hurt feelings, there's some... You know, but but I'm gonna try to do this differently. Right. Check your heart and why you're saying what you're saying or doing what you're doing. Is it to honor God or is it to boast yourself up? And as always, we thank you for listening. Thank, we thank you, guys. you for streaming and sharing. Um, if you have any comments, questions, concern, like I said, hit us up on Facebook. It's the easiest way. Love you guys. Bye guys. Thank you for listening to Practically Christian Podcast. Please rate, comment, and share because we cannot do this without all of your love and support. For more information, go to sent.church. Until next week, keep running the race set before you, and we love you.